Warning, the following podcast show that you're about to listen to will include explicit language and content in which you, the members of the audience, may find offensive. Audience discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of the Kim Wang Podcast Experience. Yeah, boy. Where anything and everything is a subject matter on the show and no subject matter is ever taboo. Damn, that's what's up, my G. And now, your host with the most, Mr. Kim Wang. Bro, am I getting paid for this? Yo, Hector. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for actually doing... Uh, Awesome work this year. Um, I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, yes, you will get paid. And I want to put this on uh, record right now that I will make sure that you actually get a, a little bit of a bonus. So, um, you know, um, come see me afterwards. We'll get you squared away. We'll get you right. And, um, you know, uh, you know, thank you. Like, you know, much love and respect, dude. Much love and respect. Um, hello, everybody out there in the world. Uh, we are doing this live. You know, not only am I doing it live on uh, on Facebook. So for those that are actually uh, streaming it on my Facebook Live, um, how you doing? And um, for those that are not, hey, it's all good because it's another episode of the Kim Hwang Podcast Experience. Uh, coming at you live from uh, the greater Washington, D.C. metropolitan area in the Asian Sensation Studios. And guys, um, we are literally um, hours away uh, from the new year, depending on where you live in, you know, in the world. Uh, for, the East, uh, for the Eastern Standard Time, um, it is now 5.13 p.m., which means it's going to be six hours and some change away till we have a, a brand new year. Um, for those that already had it over in other parts of the world, like Europe and um, in Asia and Australia, uh, I want to wish you uh, a very happy new year, guys. You know, um, you know, you guys, we, we made it. You know, it's going to be... Another great year of life, of living, of, of, of doing us and doing whatever it is that we love to do. And, um, we're here. We're, we're, we're definitely, we're definitely doing it. And I, I cannot be appreciative enough. Um, first and foremost, before I get settled, I actually want to put this out there that, uh, if you actually hear a little bit of a difference in the sound and if it's a good thing, guess what? Your boy got hooked up. Uh, I am now. On the power of a sure microphone. That's right. Um, I actually, <clears throat> this Christmas holiday season, I was able to put in enough money to actually invest in a brand new sure MV7 podcast kit microphone that came with not only a mic, but it also came with a lovely stand. You know what I mean? So, um, Big ups to Shore, man, for really um, making great quality microphones that just makes a person's voice sound awesome. You know what I mean? Um, so, Shore, thank you. I appreciate it. Got to give a big ups to Pro Air for being my starter microphone. I couldn't have done it without you. So, thank you. And uh, the brand new sponsorship to... Uh, Body Armor, yes. Body Armor is definitely that great sports energy drink that helps you to get uh, a lot of great recuperation, hydration, and to even some drinks, depending on you know whether you got the edge, if you got the light, or if you got the regular, um, you might get some good caffeine in the, into the in the program. 
Um, so yes, we are doing this live. Um, on Facebook, I actually specified that if you want to join me um, live, you are more than welcome to do so. Um, I have left uh, information about you know how to access me on Zoom. I dropped in a, a, a room number and the password that is associated with that room number. So guys, um, it would be awesome to really see you guys. And to hear from you and to see how you're doing, um, obviously that is an option. Um, if you do it, that's cool. Um, more power to you. Uh, and if you don't, that's fine. But again, we did leave an option to join me live on Zoom and we can chat it up. Um, I left the room number as well as the password to get in. So um, I would love to hear from you guys. Um, if not, that's cool. If so, uh, let's make this moment in time. Uh, worth it. So real quick, I want to give a quick shout out to everybody. Cheers to you guys. So this is to you. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that body armor is on point. So here we go, guys. Um, 2021. Um, hell of a ride. Hell of a ride. Uh, a lot of good things have happened. A lot of not so good things have happened and that's okay i think that's fine you know i think that's um you know to quote the lion king it is kind of the circle of life you know things happen around it starts from one point it revolves around and then it goes back again you know um but for many things you know in life you know it things happen you know there is no rhyme or reason year in reviews so let's go for it one thing that i want to say right now off the bat is that i do not like that one thing that happened um it was like the latest it was the craze of 2021 which i don't i mean it was called the crate craze the crate challenge where you actually stacked up a whole bunch of crates right you stacked up crates and you go from one crate and to another, but that second set of crates is higher. So now it's starting to build up like, you know, a stairwell. And you had to go through all the crates and navigate it and walk through every single one of them without falling. The problem is, is that 99.9% .9 of people that actually tried this goddamn thing um, fell to their, to their uh, you know, demise. They actually fell down. Um, they ended up hurting themselves. Uh, some of them, you know, actually injured themselves where they actually had to go to the hospital. I mean, we're talking about fractured bones, you know, um, you know, injuries like a fractured shoulder or collarbone or, you know, somebody, you know, um, actually landed on their knee and they just, uh, you know, connected something. It was terrible. Um, now I have to admit from a standpoint of the crate challenge, looking from the outside in visually, I thought that was kind of cool. And I'm like, Hmm, okay, well you might have something there, but seeing a lot of videos, uh, a lot of Epic fails, I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, wow. How many people are like doing it and not getting the point that you're going to get hurt? You know, it's, um, these challenges are, are are not fun. You know what I mean? And like, my God, like imagine like, 
you know, a dude that's 300 pounds that's on the summit of like uh, the crate challenge. And all of a sudden he wobbles and he just falls through and he lands on the crates and he might like, you know, crack a sternum or like, you know, uh, you know, fracture, uh, uh, you know, a rib or something. That's that shit was dangerous, man. I, I mean, I've. I looked at enough on, you know, YouTube with like a lot of the vines and, and I saw that and I'm like, God, man, that if I ever try that, please just like slap me now because, you know, I, I don't want to be that person that gets injured by doing, uh, you know, dumb stuff like that. That, that was just kind of crazy. So yeah, we'll just kind of leave that one alone. We'll leave that one alone. Um, you know, a lot of things happen in the world of sports, you know, obviously with 2021, um, you know, depending on the sport and so forth, we actually had crowds come back into sporting events again, you know, whether if it's baseball, if it's basketball, if it's football or whatever, you know, if it's like going to a live um, pro wrestling event for the WWE or AEW, there were crowds in stadiums again and they were packing it up. Um in some cases, honestly, I thought that was kind of cool. You know, it, it, you know, with everything that happened the year prior, um, you couldn't have any um, crowds in sporting events. It literally was like, um, you know, it almost seemed like, let's say, for example, if it was um, basketball, you were playing for an empty crowd and it sounded like it was like a, a, a it sounded like a scrimmage, you know, a practice scrimmage and looked like a practice scrimmage more than anything. And I would say the same thing for, you know, um, NFL, American football, you know, you were playing in empty stadiums sometimes and it just seemed like you were just like, you know, um, going through a practice run. Um, now, there were some stadiums out there in the U.S., um, you know, in, you know, NFL and uh, Major League Baseball and so forth, where they actually, depending on the city, allowed people to have, uh, you know, crowds, you know, uh, some of them, depending on the situation, it was like, you were only restricted to a certain amount, and others um, didn't care. Um, yeah, it definitely brought in some, uh, you know, business and revenue back into those, uh, you know, sports companies, you know, professional sports companies. But um, yeah, I just, um, overall, I don't really know Um I didn't really agree with that. I didn't know that, you know, that was a, such a thing this early in the stage of where we are with the pandemic, whether or not if it would have been okay to do that. I didn't think it was, you know, then again, I like to, you know, I'm the type of person that likes to play it safe. So um, obviously um, there was a lot of things that, you know, that were a little bit leery. Some people, um, if they were given the opportunity to go to a sporting event, um, they went for it. You know, and other people um, that wasn't all about it, they either stayed home and watched it on TV or they just, you know, just stayed home and just kind of waited it out for the results on ESPN or something like that. So that being said, uh, that was quite interesting to say the very least. Um, music concerts actually came back this year. Um, most places, uh, actually had, you know, uh, music acts come back again. Some, you know, whether if it was like a, an independent music, uh, artist or, uh, somebody that was big, you know, that actually, uh, sold out crowds. Whether if it's like, you know, just performing over, let's say, in Washington, D.C. at the 930 Club 
or if it was over in, let's say, the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. They were, um, as soon as concerts were back uh, in full form, a lot of people got out there and they decided to go ahead and enjoy themselves. Um, I do get that because, you know, again, like the sports, you know, people have been staying home for the longest time and they were facing a lot of anxiety and some challenges and so forth. You know, I always say like this, it's like, uh, you know, the thing um, which I'm going to bring into a little bit later about, you know, kids going to school, you know, there were kids that uh, did virtual, um, you know, learning and and education um, back in 2000, I think. And then, you know, now uh, kids are going back to school. I'll go back to that one in a little bit, but going back to the concert thing. Um, you know, it was a time and a great uh, opportunity for people just to get away, to enjoy themselves, to, to be free and to really just, you know, just, you know, live life, you know, without fear, you know, and when acts like that, you know, music acts come like that and, and, and sporting events and so forth that come out like that, you can't really... Um, the, the intention is good, I think, and it was great. And whether or not that, you know, um, if you were feeling a certain way or not, or if you disagreed with it or not, it didn't matter because it did serve a purpose. It really did. Um, it was one of those things, I think, that, uh, you know, if it helped out somebody to forget about bad stuff that's happening, you know, and especially if one has, like, you know, having a lot of anxiety of a lot of things and it's just, you know, building up around and about and just and so forth and it's just like caving in and it relieved some of that um issue and that uh, tension i'm all for it you know what i mean i'm all for it i think that's that that's a good thing you know but at the same time i think people need to be safe and you know i think that's when the uh the mandates do come in you know wearing the mask and being safe and so forth and you know trying to be um you know, fully vaxxed and boosted and so forth, which I do believe that a lot of people um, this year starting, you know, in comparison to the 2020 to now to 2021 leading into 2022, um, people have actually made a lot of strides for safety. And I got to applaud that, you know, because they don't want other people to, you know, get sick. They don't want people to actually get, um, they don't want people to, you know, get, uh, some kind of like, you know, uh, sickness, virus, whatever with the Corona and so forth. Um, being a person that actually got coronavirus uh, back in 2020, I want to say 2020. Yeah. 2020 in November. Um, yeah, that's when I got it and that sucked. Um, it wasn't fun. Um, you know, thank God I got over that and I didn't have to go to the hospital or anything, but holy crap, that, that thing knocked me on my butt real bad. And it was something that I felt like, Whoa, like this is, uh, this is intense. This is really intense. Um, you know, quarantining myself for about two weeks, um, staying away from people, making sure that I was safe. Um, it was necessary. It was a ne- it was a very uh, you know important step for me to kind of step away from people, just so that I know I'm not going to 
be responsible for getting them, you know, sick and infecting them with coronavirus, with the COVID-19. So that being said, let's skip over to, um, you know, schools, you know, um, back in 2020, um, you know, they implemented uh, virtual learning. And there's a lot of people that actually, um, there. Were, I don't want to say it was a controversy, but there's definitely a lot of people that were kind of, you know, on the fence about it. Uh, there were some people that actually liked the idea because of the fact that they wanted to have their kids safe. So being at home, learning from home and so forth uh, was a huge advantage. And a lot of people don't understand that, you know, virtual learning wasn't just a new thing uh, at that point in time. People have been doing virtual learning like this whole time, you know, whether if you were, if you needed to do like a, like an online class at, you know, at your, uh, you know, four-year college or university or, you know, community college to even virtual learning in a separate medium, you know, in a separate method, um, it wasn't new. And, um, you know, for them to actually say now, okay, we got to do that. Um, I got to say, I liked the idea and I think it's great. I think it gave a lot of people, you know, uh, we showed people like, you know, there are ways to educate people, you know, in, in, in kids and, and, and so forth. Um, the biggest disadvantage I think a lot of people had um, a lot of kids had was like one it felt it didn't feel really um like you were learning anything because you know there are some uh, kids out there and some people that actually gravitate towards learning in person learning uh with the teacher right in front of them and kind of interacting you know what i mean and i think that's like you know it's like one of those things it's like i get it like you know if you let's say for example if you're a martial artist you probably during those that time frame you were doing virtual learning and it's true what they say like yeah you do learn and you learn some good stuff but um you're not getting the full benefit of like having that uh that uh, master instructor or the grandmaster to be there with you in person uh helping you out on certain techniques and forms and and, 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 and and material and so forth. So trying to learn that on your own, you know, away from the person, you know, distance wise uh, was a challenge. Um, there were some people that just didn't like the idea at all because it's like, you know, um, kids couldn't interact with other kids, you know, because, you know, they're friends, they want to see their friends, they want to go ahead and do things. And that was kind of cool. Uh, some people thought it was kind of inconvenient because it's like, man, you know, if my kid doesn't go to school, you know, then, you know, there's no real structure in terms of like, you know, my kid can't go anywhere, you know, my kid's not going here, so they're not supervised. And, um, you know, at least somebody's watching over them while I'm out there, you know, doing my nine to five working and so forth and, and, and making ends meet. Um and I, I kind of get that, you know, kids want to be out there with their friends. Uh, you know, they want to be out there with their teachers. They want to learn and so forth. Um, and I get that side of the fence. I also understand the other side of the fence where safety is number one. And uh, it was just kind of weird that, you know, we went through all that time. I'm glad that the kids now 
are actually, uh, you know, back to normal in terms of going to school and learning in person, hanging out with their friends and just, you know, having, you know, a better uh, learning experience. You know, that's the that's the best way that I can go ahead and and, and just, you know, to comment on that. Uh, what else can I think of the years in review? A lot of things that happened. Uh, um, we lost people. We lost people. Um, the one that really sticks out the most and most recent, um, coincidentally today, is that uh, we have lost uh, an icon in the uh, world of acting, uh, Betty White. Yes. Y'all know her as Rose from the Golden Girls, um, passed away and uh, a few days shy of uh, 100 years old. Uh, she died at 99. Um, she ha It happened actually today. So that was the real big stinger of 2021, folks. That, that, that wasn't cool. You know, we, all, we always loved Betty White. We rooted for her. We love we 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 loved um you know her character as Rose the lovable Rose, um, naive yes but not stupid so, um it, it it was just sad for the community because she has been in acting for way over you know her lifespan. I want to say that she's been in the game for about at least over. Uh, over 60 years. Um, I don't know if that's an actual true statement or not, but I definitely want to say that she's been there for at least 60 years acting and going strong. So, um, you know, my, um, and I'm going to say this for every person that I mentioned, but, you know, uh, my condolences to, um, you know, Betty White's uh, family, friends, colleagues that she had worked with in acting and so forth. So, you know, my heart is with you. Um, John Madden, uh, NFL football analyst, um, one-time football coach, won a Super Bowl in his uh, coaching tenure, uh, passed away recently before uh, Betty White did. And um, that one definitely hit the uh, sports world because, you know, John Madden was a person that actually was well-respected in, you know, the NFL community. Uh, for those that don't know what NFL, it means uh, National Football League, American football to the international people that, you know, just don't know what football is. They think football, what us Americans, um, we call it soccer, but you guys call it football. And then for us Americans that just know football, you guys call it American football. So I think for all intents and purposes, I'll call it NFL football. How about that? But yeah, um, you know, a dynasty, great man, um, was a great analyst that, you know, called play by plays of certain games. And, um, you know, the fact that he's gone, you know, an icon has left us. Um, there will never be another John Madden. I can tell you that right now. Um, I just want to know where it goes in terms of like, you know, will the Madden name live on in the, in the world of video games? Because, you know, you always had every year, John Madden 2020, John Madden uh, 2021, 
you know, from EA Sports that was on uh, PlayStation and on Xbox. And I think I want to say it was also on the Nintendo Switch, but don't quote me on that. If anyone wants to go ahead and say something about that, please do. And um, yeah, it, 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 you know, another one gone. That that really sucked. So you know, my hearts and my heart and condolences go out to the Madden family, to all of his friends and, and colleagues that had worked with John Madden. Um, you know, we love you, and uh, you know, we'll miss you. Um, this one right here, though, a uh, personal loss to me. Um, two losses in my life that uh, that happened to me personally. Um, one. I want to give a quick shout out once again to the loving memory of my aunt Ha Dao, who recently passed away this year. Um, I think during the summer, um, I was the only one within my immediate family that went to that funeral. Um, my dad was not able to go. Uh, neither was my stepmother or my sister. Um, I, I, you know, uh, so I basically had to go ahead and rep for the family. And, um, you know, I loved my aunt Ha dearly. Um, she was not only uh, one of my favorite aunts out there, but she was like truly like one of my best friends. Um, ever since when my mom passed away, she always felt like she wanted to play like the second mom. And um, our relationship and um, the thing that we had in common, our common bond was uh, that my aunt Ha took karate and she took karate from the same place that her daughters took karate at which i started out from and um you know when i went back into karate again you know i was a blue belt at the time and um my aunt i think was like either like a brown belt or a black belt but she would always make sure that i was okay you know she would always talk to me uh, we would bump each into each other like either at different times because she was attending a, a different class than I was. Um, or, you know, when we were at that one moment where we were able to take the same class together, um, she would always want to partner up with me. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Uh, goha, you know, go means um, aunt in Vietnamese. And she's like, Oh, what's wrong, Kim? Are you afraid that an older woman's going to beat you up? I'm like, okay. <laughs> So, you know, when you, um, when you get that message, uh, you know, you just kind of have to go with it. And, um, I always appreciated my aunt Ha for being such a, a beautiful human being inside and out. Um, always willing to talk to me and give me, um, you know, advice on life and lessons. Um, you know, always telling me, telling me how it was in life, but without really sounding overbearing. You know what I mean? She just seemed like a real, she just knew how to talk and she was real and she was a, and, and a real nice person. And the fact that, you know, she did that for me uh, was amazing. And um, she always said that she was proud of me because she knew that I was the type of person that always wanted to you know, do well in karate. And she knew that I wasn't the best at it, but she knew that, uh, you know, I wanted to give 100% in everything that I had. And she taught me a couple of things along the way. Um, I was really glad from my standpoint to actually see her make it to second degree black belt. That was awesome. You know what I mean? An older lady, um, you know, that is not kicking 
as well as the younger generation and the younger counterpoints. But she, you know, she had a lot of heart, man. She had a lot of heart, and man, she she did she did exactly what she set out to do. And um, you know, for her at her age and at the time, earning a second degree black belt. You know, she, I guess she just felt like she went as far as she could go with it. She never, you know, she never stopped supporting though, because her daughters were in there and, um, you know, they um, were grand champions at, our, at the school that we had studied at, um, you know, and they, they, you know, they broke the mold, I will say. And um, the fact that the, uh, she was there even still supporting the school and supporting um, her daughters and watching everybody just, you know, do their thing. Um, it was awesome. You know, um, having her see me uh, test for my first degree black belt and actually seeing it, um, I could not have felt, um, you know, any more happier. I mean, yeah, I saw a lot of people. And it was great to see them test and it made me happy. I was glad that, you know, I was given a, a, an awesome um, uh, black belt training partner um, in my friend Marcus, who, you know, great dude and was just very supportive. Um, and I, and I love, and I love that, you know, and I love that when I actually got the belt on me, um, you know, it was like, you know, it was awesome. And I got a hug from my aunt and there's a tradition that, you know, if you just got your black belt, and especially if you're in like the lower level, um, you get a punch in the chest. You know what I mean? Just like to get the fist, two knuckles, boom, right in the chest. And when I came up to her, um, she she balled that fist up and said, whack. I was like, ah, damn it. <laughs> so it was it was cool. Um, you know, she hugged me and kissed me and said she was proud of me. Um and uh it, th those are, it's like one of those things that i felt like you know you never forget those type of things and uh i know that if my aunt was here right now i would tell her um you know just how much i miss her and just um you know just you know thank you for just being a positive role model and just being somebody that was um that wasn't, you know, you that it, you are a person that if you needed to tell somebody something, whether they heard, they wanted to hear it or not, that you did it, but you did it in a way that did not make you look like a bad person. You know, uh, I've already had a lot of those before, you know, and it just, you know, it just never works out. But to be, you know, with that positive person, man alive. And, um, you know, I'm going to miss her. Another person that uh, also um, passed away, and I will eventually, I want to do like a tribute episode, is uh, to one of my martial arts mentors, um, a person that came from the same martial arts lineage as my grandmaster, and um, which I would like to say it as to my friend, mentor um a grandmaster of martial arts and also an actor that was um from washington dc then now living over in um los angeles california the late uh grandmaster gregory battle 
he was a student of uh, Ki Wayne Kim over um, in Kim Studio over in the greater Washington, D.C. area. Um, Mr. Battle actually joined uh, Kim Studio back in 1973 along with his cousin, Willie Brooks. Um, and I, I will just give you the, 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 the short version of the story is that, um, and I will, again, you know, I will do a, uh, you know, a tribute episode for Mr. Battle. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, Mr. Battle and his, uh, cousin came in, uh, seeing, you know, the late grandmaster Ki Wang Kim training, um, you know, Mitchell Barbro, one of his, uh, grand champion students who won um a martial arts tournament i think back in 1969 i think at the henry cho uh tournament in wash in in new york city and um you know one night ki wing kim was swinging the bamboo stick around making mitchell bobro jump up and down and around and stuff like that and uh willie actually went up to mr battle and said hey you know can you do that and then mr battle was like yeah i can do that and then you know it kind of went back and forth no no you can't yes i can no you can't yes i can and they both just signed up uh that night and uh mr battle has been training ever since then uh, got promoted all the way up to fifth degree black belt under ki wayne kim before and then uh unfortunately ki wayne kim passed away um Greg Battle actually relocated to Los Angeles to pursue his acting career. And at the same time, he actually uh, was teaching martial arts. He was teaching karate. You know, how Ki Wayne Kim taught him is how he was teaching his uh, students over there. And, um, you know, he was a great man, um, somebody who gave back to the community, um, somebody that was well-respected within the martial arts community, somebody that was uh, respected in the acting community. And, um, you know, it's just really sad when you hear somebody go like that. And it's like, man, you know, I remember you, you know, and you're still, you know, even though when people say that, you know, they're like 65 or, you know, approaching 70, um, we usually respond back like, you know, that's still that you're still young. You know, you're you're young, you're a young guy, you're a young man. But, um, you know, Mr. Battle uh, lived a a, a a great life, a bountiful life, a beautiful life. And it was just, you know, really sad to hear that, you know, a person like him, um, a person with such good character, a person um, that is so knowledgeable and um, taught martial arts, you know, the way that he felt like how Ki Wayne Kim did for him um, is amazing. So, um, uh, my heart goes out to, you know, Mr. Battle's family, his students, his friends, his acting colleagues. Um, it's such a bad loss, such a bad loss. And uh, we will, on a few future episode, um, you know, do a little bit of a, 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 a kind of like a, a tribute episode in his honor. Um, good things that happened um, for me that I want to just put out there is that, you know, 2022, or I'm sorry, 2022 is going to be a great year, but 2021, I got to give it up because a lot of great things happened. Um, if it wasn't for this year, I would not have actually had this podcast up and running. I was scared for the longest time. I had the idea back in 2018 and I kept pushing it away and storing it away because I was afraid about the expenses. I was afraid about, you know, what was involved. 
a lot of technical stuff I didn't understand. And once I understood it, I was like, oh, shoot, this is easy. Cool. You know, and now to this point, this, you know, present point in time, like, you know, now I'm working with a great, uh, you know, set of equipment. Latest equipment is the Shure microphone because this, this microphone, I can already tell the difference. It is badass. It is, it's like, it, it, it's almost like the equivalent of driving a Toyota Camry and then driving in a Mercedes Benz CLK uh, 500 series. Clear as day in terms of the quality and um, just the way that it runs. Smooth like butter, like, you know, smooth like silk. Um, cool as a cucumber, man. This thing is badass. And, um, you know, um, we now have a couple of episodes in. I invested a lot of time into it. I invested some money into it. Uh, I've actually put this out on a lot of, um, uh, uh, you know, platforms wherever podcasts are. And it's amazing, you know, and I hope that in 2022, you know, I keep it going. Um, more things, will, great things will happen. And I just feel like I'm just getting started. You know, it's um, it's awesome. It's really awesome. Also, in 2021, I want to say that uh, acting uh, got back in my blood again. Actually, uh, you know, going into a movie where I actually was one of the uh, principal uh, actors and stars in an upcoming movie called um, Miscalculated, directed by... Ramel Xavier Morales, and I got to give it up to um, to Ramel. Great guy, nice guy, uh, awesome person to work with. Very professional. Um, he gave me a chance, um, and that's so rare in the acting community. Is like when you're looking for that. Uh, not to quote Eminem, you know, when you're looking for that one opportunity, that one shot. And I don't know what it was, but, you know, I felt like to me, we, you know, Romel and I, we hit it off in the, off the bat. It was good. And then, you know, to get that, uh, to get that, uh, you know, email from him or just saying, you know, Kim, we really liked your stuff. We want to offer you this position. Are you, do you want to be in my movie? And I'm like, hell yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's, let's roll with it, man. You know, I'm, I'm down for the business. So, you know, it was great to actually be in a movie being the bad guy, you know what I mean? And just running with my own crew, you know, in the movie. And um, yeah, it was just great, you know, to work with people again on set, um, to see a lot of talented actors in the in the local industry do what they do and do what they do best. Um, it's amazing, you know what I mean? And it's inspiring to me because I want to continue on in the acting industry, I took a break from it for a while because I really felt like, um, and I don't want to make it sound, you know, racist or anything, but I really felt like, you know, a lot of local actors that are of the Asian, um, you know, origins, um, Asian actors really don't get that much, um, you know, opportunity, you know, and it's not to say, you know, it's, you know, we're trying to say, oh, because we're Asian. No, it's just like, it's a fact. You know, you write a, a, a script for a movie and they have these characters and they don't call for Asian actors. And I'm like thinking, well, that's absurd. 
You know what I mean? And I'm hoping that that will change more. You know, it's already changing from a, from a big league professional standpoint, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, I, I think that, you know, for me being on miscalculated and, and using this platform, um, it really gave me a chance to kind of let the, the Asian actors and the Asian community, uh, you know, run wild and run free you know we're we're setting the standard we're, we're getting our faces out there and i know there were other asian actors out there um that was that was in there and um it was great to get like you know good representation you know whether if you were um if you were caucasian or african-american or if you were latino or you know or if you were asian you know there was good representation and you know i was really proud to be a part of that project it was amazing i was really proud um you know of my fellow cast members um doing their thing uh quick shout outs to my brothers though um timothy apollo zach knox uh cameron weddington um we also had uh trey parker that's my that's that's another brother there for life. Um, Zach Malakoff, you know, those brothers, awesome dudes. You know what I mean? Really appreciate, you know, everything that you did in terms of like the stunt work and the, and the fight scenes. Wow, you know what I mean? That's amazing. Um shout outs to my uh I want to throw in a, a quick shout out um to my boy Paul. You know, aka uh, Big Big Daddy Pablo. Um, right now, he's uh, kind of convalescing because he caught COVID. Um, so, um, you know, Paul, I, I hope that uh, all is well with you, my dude. Appreciate you, man. And, uh, you know, God bless you for doing great things and acting and just doing it. You know what I mean? I'm proud of you. And I hope that, uh, you know, the new year will be good for you. You know what I mean? Last but not least, I think that uh, a lot of great things that happened to me besides the acting, besides this podcast, it's just being alive, you know, being still out there doing my thing, um, you know, living and breathing, um, just being lucky to be able to live another day, to breathe air, to walk. And to and to train, to still train. You know what I mean? I'm still training in martial arts, although <clears throat> we're doing it virtually, but you know, we're still training. And I keep myself accountable, you know, to try to uh, attend as much as classes as possible, um, to train on my own time, on off time. And it's amazing that I'm still doing it, you know. I guess you could say that it was a way for me to kind of, you know, focus on something positive in my life. And I wanted to, you know, concentrate on that versus negative stuff about people talking bad stuff about the pandemic and Corona, um, people talking about, you know, politics and all this, you know, stuff. And, you know, you can talk about whatever it is that you want to. That's fine and dandy. But um, that's just not my thing. You know what I mean? I, I'd rather just concentrate on on living life and being a you know trying to be a good person and just try to do the best i can and i feel like you know as long as if i'm doing that then i must be doing something right 
as long as if I'm waking up every morning with air in my lungs, I must be doing something right. So uh, the fact that I'm here, um, I'm Reggie Jackson. I'm, I'm re I reached the Reggie Jackson number, you know, four four forty four, and it's great. You know, it's awesome, and I hope that um, I hope to that you know for me personally, I hope that more opportunities will come about. You know, I think that already um, the future's looking good. And I think that with, uh, you know, with my life um, doing podcasting for the Kim Huang podcast experience, um, for acting, for whatever, uh, I'm prepared and I'm ready. You know, I, I want the challenges. I want, uh, as the, you know, the millennials say, I want the smoke. You know what I mean? I really want the smoke. I mean, I'm ready to to absorb what you know life gives me. I'm ready to to be part of that flavor. I want the smoke, you know. And um, we'll see what happens. You know, um, I know that uh, I, I love podcasting, and I'll never uh, derail from it. Um, I really appreciate the fact that those um, that were wondering about me, how come I didn't do anything? You know, life just took over, man. You know, I, I needed to work, and I needed to. Um, put things on hold but you know i never thought that i was going to cancel it entirely that never really hit my mind i just needed time to kind of assess things and work stuff out and i really appreciate everybody for just you know tuning in checking on me and all that good stuff so that is it for me in the year of reviews um I hope that uh, you know 2021 was uh, nice to you in some capacity. If it was, great. And if it wasn't, I mean, you know, sorry to hear about that. But at the same time, I mean, you have another chance in life, man. We're approaching, like, seriously, it's 5:57 p.m. in the Eastern Standard Time, so it's close to six o'clock. Six more hours until New Year's. So once we reach the brand new year of 2022 we just have another opportunity to make it right and i think it's up to you the individual to see if you can actually uh make the situation great for you you know because you are the master of your own destiny you know what i mean don't sell yourself short always know that you're worth it and understand that um when time seems darkest there's always going to be somebody out there, um, you know, in your corner and will have your back 100%. Even if it's that one person, hey, that's better than none. You know what I mean? But just know out there to the world that's listening to this, um, I love you guys. And I will always have your back. Um, if you ever want to talk about it, let's talk about it. You know what I mean? I'm not hard to, I'm not hard to catch. You know, I'm not hard to, you know to at least drop an email and say, you know, this is what's going on. And uh, I would like to talk about it and I'd be glad to talk about it. I'd be like, yo, let's, let's hit it. You know what I mean? Let's, let's make this happen. But that being said, guys, uh, thank you so much. Again, quick shout out to Shure Microphones for making awesome microphones that um, made me sound like a winner. Um, I'm feeling very confident with this uh, MV7 podcast kit. And I expect nothing more but great things uh, with this piece of equipment that I have been invested in. Also, big shout outs uh, to Body Armor 
whether if it's the edge with the that the, does the uh, hydration recuperation with caffeine, whether if it's the regular one, or if you just wanted to go ahead and enjoy the taste and flavor, or the light for those that don't like uh, sugar. You know what I mean? That, that that's the one. So here's the thing, folks. Uh, there's many ways that you can find me um, and contact me. I'm on Facebook. Just go over to the Kim Wang Podcast Experience under the search bar of uh, Facebook, and you'll find me there. If you want to put me on social media, I do have Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can contact me at TKHPC Experience. That's all together. That's all lowercase. Um, it works for both platforms, so you can go ahead and reach me there. Add me. Be my friend. And be a follower. I'll follow you back. We'll have great correspondence. If you want to be a guest co-host, a guest host, um, you know, of that sort, if you want to be a special guest, or if you want to drop an email suggesting a few things, please do so at the Kim Wang Podcast Experience at gmail.com. Understand that uh, you know, whatever the subject matter the subject is of your uh, email. Put it that under the subject box, and I will contact you as soon as I can, which is fairly quick. Also, we are on four uh, podcasting platforms. That's right. So we are on Anchor. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts. You know, four major players, four major corners of the podcasting industry. Please like and subscribe to um, you know to my podcast on all um, podcasting platforms. If you are of um, Apple Podcasts and you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, help a brother out. You can actually leave uh, a, a little bit of a review, and you can actually also uh, you know give like a, a rating as well. So. If you can hook a brother up with five stars and give me like, you know, as a, you know, a five-star rating and also give me an excellent review, I definitely would appreciate it. And please feel free to let your friends know about this podcast, spread it around on social media, whether if it's on Instagram, whether if it's on Twitter, whether if it's on Facebook, um, I don't know if you can do it on, uh, a MySpace or a Friendster or, or Asian Avenue. I don't think that those are uh, out and about anymore. But hey, you know, spread the word, man. Spread the word, baby. Uh, quick shout outs to my friends in the following. Um, to Justina Hall and uh, Jessica Hall Maldonado, uh, the ladies of uh, Cheer Up It Gets Worse podcast. Um, show them some love. Follow them. Great ladies. Uh, I know them. Uh, I love them dearly with all my heart. They're, those girls are a hoot. They're awesome. And uh, they have a great podcast. So listen to them. Uh, also support them. Give them some love. Also, quick shout out to uh, the Kaizen Karate Podcast. Yes, Coach V and Coach David doing great things. Uh, I love those guys. They're amazing. They're men of martial arts. Um they're great ambassadors of martial arts, and I think that they, uh, what they speak, they speak of the truth, they speak of facts, and you know they're only out there to help their fellow man and their fellow martial artists just become 
you know, greater martial artists and greater individuals. You know what I mean? So, um, us, much love and respect to those guys. Um, I definitely appreciate them and their friendship and an awesome podcast that they're, they're doing. Um, believe it or not, I do believe that both podcast shows are on the same mediums as mine are. So I do know for a fact that they are on Anchor. I do know that they are on uh, Spotify. And I do know at least that they're on Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure if they're on Google Podcasts, but if they are, you might want to check. But, you know, like me, they're on the major uh, podcasting uh, platforms. So it's all good. Guys, I'm running out of time. Thank you so much. Um, you know, this has been an incredible uh, 2021 year for me personally, and I feel like it's it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. We're going to do great things. Um, I can't wait to be creative. I can't wait to you know for it to do some awesome podcasting episodes on the Kim Wang Podcast Experience. Hopefully, this year we will interview more people with uh, awesome creative mediums. Whether if they're musicians, if they're um, actors or directors, if they um, do painting or sculpting or whatever, if you got a creative medium, even if you're like a chef or a tattoo artist, I want to talk to you. Let's make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So, um, thank you. God bless you all. I love you. Make good choices. Make safe choices because it doesn't do me good if you actually crawl in under a wooden box and get buried six feet under. That's not what we do. We're here to support each other. We're here to love one another. We want to uh, have, you know, great things happen in your life and I want to see it and be a part of it. You know what I mean? That being said, thank you so much from the Asian sensation studios in the greater Washington uh, DC metropolitan area. This is your boy, Kim Huang, the Asian sensation. Happy new years, everyone. You know what I mean? Be safe. Do it up, and um, we'll see you soon. You know what I'm saying? Peace.